0: All right, welcome to the show today. We hope that you get a piece of paper and a pencil. What are you saying already? I am not saying anything. (laughs) We can't stop laughing. We're having a lot of fun off the air. Um, We are going to start a a short series uh, for the next five days just on five books. Every Christian... Do you want to use the word should? Are we making it an imperative? No, No.
1: let's... (laughs) Five books beneficial books great suggestions for your library. <laughs> yeah,
0: because that sounds too authoritarian. It's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're
2: more gentle than that. Yeah. <laughs> Put a little grace in that instead of the law. So,
0: yeah, <laughs> if you're driving, this is a good reason to uh, subscribe to our podcast because you should not text or write and drive at the same time. But we're going to give out a bunch of books. So maybe subscribe to our podcast and re-listen to this program later um, because
1: we have a lot of fun stuff for you today. So we're going to do categories. So today is about reference books that we feel would be helpful in, in people's libraries. And I think the goal is that we're not talking to pastors. We're talking to just ordinary ordinary people. Mm. And so these are not necessarily what we think are essential in our own library, Though they all are in our libraries, but these are things that we would suggest that, that would be helpful in just anybody's library.
2: Yeah, I think that what it, what it amounts to is we probably profited from each of the books that we're mentioning at some point in our life, and we probably expanded upon the, those. You know, in my little office, there's probably over 2,000 books. So uh, which, ones, which ones would you pull off, and which ones would be, a, if, you, if you had to narrow it down to a five or 10 foot bookshelf, what would you have? Okay, so can I go first? Yes. Uh, can we
0: just go like one at a time? Yep. Please. Okay, so the first reference book that I think would be very helpful for you to have—see, that's Grace right there. Very nice. Uh, is the Westminster Standards? Um, so the Westminster Standards uh, were, of course, written in the 17th century by the by the Puritans, hundred years after the Reformation, and it has you know thirty three chapters of everything a Christian. Essentially, should know about the whole Bible, and then they have the larger catechism and the shorter catechism, and it
2: has all the scriptural footnotes. Let me just expand on that because that's a that's a great suggestion. But if they were to get the Reformation Study Bible, they have that in the back as 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 well as the other Study Bible. Have the scriptural footnotes though on the catechism and the. I'm not sure if it has the footnotes. No, if
1: if nothing else, um, if you're just wanting the 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 Confessions. What I would suggest is a book by um, Sinclair Ferguson called The Reformed Confessions Harmonized, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because then you get not only the Westminster Standards, you also get the three forms of unity, Belgic, um, Heidelberg, and Canons, and also the second, Helvetic um, Confessions, and they all have the the biblical um, Footnote. footnotes. And, and it's and harmonized by... so you can see where it all comes from
2: and, and why why in a reformed world um, even though different churches might have had different confessional standards they all benefited from each other
1: okay i went so you you went (laughs) and with this the confessions i would just recommend that you get um, a good commentary on just maybe a couple of them i would suggest rc Sproul's truce we confess yes
0: that's my second one on the list
1: Oh, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> and then um, I wouldn't get um, one for each of the of the confessions, but I think Kevin DeYoung's Good News We Almost Forgot is is very accessible. So Sproul and, and Kevin DeYoung provide accessible "quote unquote" commentaries on the Westminster Confession of Faith and and the Heidelberg. You're getting the best of the bunch um, that are extremely easy access and easy mm-hmm. to read. All good. It, this is kind of you know when
2: you get us in a room like this. This is like asking what your favorite ice cream is. You know everybody's got a different flavor. You know I would have I would have said uh, you know everybody should have a a good systematic theology on their shelf. And there might be a couple that I would mention. One of them was uh, the Foundations of the Christian Faith, and it's by James Montgomery Boyce. Uh, he wrote these over a series of a series of a number of books, and it's all in one comprehensive. Readable Theology. When I say readable,
1: it— It was the, actually the first systematic theology book that I read. Boyce? Mm-hmm. Boyce's uh, Foundations of the Christian Faith. That was also on my list. Um, I, find it, I found it to be very warm, pastoral, informative, um, accessible.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, you know, I mean, it, it, you know, it's going to go through the knowledge of God, the, the Word of God, explaining the Bible and its authority, uh, the attributes of God, God's creation, God the Redeemer— Follow man, I mean it's a good systematic. Actually, uh, somebody should have a systematic theology on their shelf, and I yeah. would suggest this is a good one. It's you know, I mean, we got we have multiple uh, four volume, five volume uh, theologies on our shelves, and we might have more than one. The other one would be um, Summary of Christian Doctrine by Louis Burkhoff, and uh, this is just a summary of a larger uh, volume, but. What's helpful is as it summarizes the same things that you'll find in the systematic by Boyce. What it does is there's some questions and answers at the at the end of each chapter that you can reflect on to help you uh, determine whether you actually understood what you read in in those pages.
1: Yeah, there are um, like Jonathan was saying, we, we have massive sets, but um, those two. Um, are extremely accessible. I think Concise Theology by Packer is also one that is 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 a smaller, systematic. Um, R.C. Sproul's Everyone's a Theologian is a systematic theology of sorts. Dr. Martin Lloyd-Jones, Great Doctrines
0: of the Bible. Uh, Mm -hmm. They're actually sermons on the Westminster Confession of Faith, so it serves as a systematic theology book, Mm -hmm. but a little bit more, uh, a little bit maybe less academic since
2: it's – sermons and sermons Mm -hmm. that's why i like voices it's a very readable um a book in that regard um (laughs) we we talk you could name a number of different systematics that are helpful and i in fact i I would i would just include other um helpful books on my five-foot shelf i i would i would include a good apologetics book you know one that Begins to answer some of the questions that your neighbor might have about Christianity. You know, maybe it's something that you have not wrestled through, but these are the questions that come up in the world. So I would, I would uh, maybe think of something like, uh, something simple like The Case for Christ by Lee Strobel, which begins and lays out the arguments for uh, Christ's resurrection. He's got a number of different ones case for faith, case for a creator, but I, I would say the case for Christ would be a good usable apologetic and you'll benefit from it too. I, you know there's something devotional devotional about understanding why you believe something. Yeah.
1: I would say that you should have um a a, a solid um study Bible. Um I think there's lots of good choices. Reformation Study Bible. ESV Study Bible. Why
0: is the Reformation Study Bible so good?
1: Uh, I like the Reformation Study Bible, one, because you have almost like a, a, a mini seminary in the back of it with the articles that are there. You have the confessions in the back, but you also have notes that are from a Reformed perspective that are going to link all of the, the Bible together. There's They have cross-references. Um, so you're just getting a ton of tools. It's... They have theological articles embedded um, on um, the big theological, doctrinal um, points throughout scripture. And they just provide you just a ton of resources um, within it.
2: It's a little more useful than, say, you know, they, they've, the study Bible market has been, you know, just overblown. You can find one. For singles, for military, for you know women, for men. What one armed kayakers. Yeah, one armed <laughs> kayakers and that. But this this actually Russ is mentioning it's useful because of you got a little mini theology going on. Actually if you have a good study Bible, you have a good hymnal, um, yeah. you have quite a you have foundation for <clears throat> understanding God's word. So um, two two books I want to mention, and this would be
0: included in a good study Bible, but um, How to Read the Bible as Literature by Leland Ryken.
1: And get his Ryken's Bible Handbook to go along with that. Uh, So I saw that on your notes.
0: Are those two different books? Mm -hmm. So the first one is How to Read the Bible as Literature by Leland Ryken, and the second
1: one is? Ryken's Bible Handbook, which goes book by book through the scriptures and gives you an overview of each book.
0: Yeah. And so this one about reading the Bible's literature is being able to identify the different genres in scripture. And he walks through, well, this is why you should read this genre like this. So that'd be one of them. And then um, this is a Puritan that I'm going to use law here. I think everyone should have on their shelf. Oh boy, here we go. (laughs) Matthew Henry's commentary on the whole Bible. You know, I mean, so you get not only a good, um, So the Puritans were very good at explaining the text and then applying the text, especially to the heart. It's where we get the language of experimental or
2: experiential theology. And Matthew Henry does it really well. Well, I I would agree that that's a a wonderful commentary. And, you know, I'm not trying to fill everybody's shelves in that fact. A lot of this material is on online Bible Gateway. If if you if you use Bible Gateway uh, for um, finding scripture passages uh, off your internet, you'll notice there's there's um, some free study notes. Um, actually, the Reformation Study Bible is on there as a free um, I know that. A, as something free, as well as Matthew Henry. So I'm just Be, a, I'm a paper guy. You know, I I agree, um, but. You know, we're talking a five foot shelf here, but yeah. <laughs> you know if you have to if you have to go online for some of this, you, there are certain books you can't get and
1: some that you can, right? Yeah, just Matthew Henry has just stood the test of time, um, mm-hmm. solid insights he's He's not going to lead you astray. Um, there are some modern commentary series that I think are also helpful. The Tyndall One is different authors, but I think it's it's accessible. Warren Weersby actually is is helpful there are things i i disagree with Warren Weersby on but overall he provides a solid commentary set um they sell it as an old testament and a new testament um mm-hmm. commentary and so you're getting in a good a, overview a and good a good overview good insights chapter. yeah mm-hmm. so i wouldn't do that instead of of Matthew Henry but if you're looking for somebody that's maybe just a little bit more modern i think mm-hmm. Weersby is a good mm-hmm. asset as well
0: I know you have like, so I, I, okay, if you're listening, I followed the rules yesterday because that's who I am. He said five books. So I wrote down five books and you have like 20. So I'm out of books. You stole like three of them.
1: Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to go back to the to the study Bible because I just think it's so important as you're working your way through scripture. Sometimes you, there are texts that are, are more difficult than others. And, yeah. um, It's like having a commentary inside of your Bible. And so it can be helpful, especially with good cross-references, to begin to try to figure out, okay, how does this fit in the overall story Mm -hmm. of the Bible? And so I would just recommend a couple more. Like the ESV Study Bible, solid. The Spirit of the Reformation Study Bible, excellent. Um, Unfortunately, they don't publish it anymore, so you'd have to get a used one. The Reformation Heritage King James study Bible, has good notes, but they also have good questions and insights that if you want to use it in a Bible study type of environment, whether it's your own family or or other places. So those would just be others that I would add to that list.
0: All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. We will catch you next time here on The Gospel for Life.